It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Yeah, sorry, I'm ready. Sorry. <laughs> like, was, okay, I was, good. I was just checking my schedule and like trying to make sure that like everything was going to be Okay, good. I'm glad you're ready because... Hello, hello, hello! <laughs> We're going to leave it in. I don't care. That's the best way to start. Oh, ah! Get out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hello and welcome to the Drag Race Recap here <laughs> reality tv rehab ups you heard his voice we have been missing him so much <laughs> mon adwin is back with us today we're going to be discussing episode four of rupaul's drag race season 15 <laughs> so let me bring in the man whose voice you just heard <laughs> he is here he is with us it is amon adwin amon how are you oh I'm, I'm good he's ready he's ready he says back. he's ready i'm ready i'm so ready um yeah, I have been gone for a couple of weeks, but uh, I'm good and I'm ready and yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Perfect. And with us is the wonderful Beth Dixon. Beth, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk about this final four and uh, mm-hmm. whew, what a what a season to think that we've gotten here to the top four we thought would be here. Oh my gosh, the top four we've been predicting for a very long time. Yes. Well, it is a top four that we discussed last week. We thought maybe it could go down to a top three. Honestly, I'm not surprised at all whatsoever that we are sitting here with this top four. It has been foretold by the producers from like several episodes ago, but this was our last sort of regular episode. Next week, we're going to have the reunion. And then after that, we're going to have the finale. Just a quick programming note before we get started. We are going to record a podcast for the reunion and the finale, but it's going to be combined into one. So next week, we are not going to be releasing a podcast. We're going to be releasing one the week after which will contain our uh, our opinions and thoughts from the reunion as well as the finale we just feel like there's not going to be a whole lot to talk about potentially with the finale um you know it's usually a lot of fluff so we're going to put that all together one big supersized episode to close out this season but let's not get too far ahead of ourselves and talk about what we have to discuss today which is a music video of supersized proportions we are going to outer space we have the tic tac chat we have the talking to younger you so much content in this episode. Amon, how did you feel about all of this? Yeah, uh, it's, I always enjoy these episodes, like right before the finale. We get to really dive deep into the reasons and the experiences um, that have led the contestants to Drag Race and hear all of these stories of what it was like for them as kids and like what their family life is like, and what their home life is like and how things are for them now and what this competition would mean to them. Uh, I mean, I'm a Pisces, so I'm like naturally like, you know, like introspective and like mm-hmm. all about the the soap opera stuff. So I enjoy these. Um, 
was the Tic Tac challenge or the Tic Tac chat always a challenge? Oh no, Beth and I. Okay, so this is. This oh, is you meant okay. That was okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, so there's a little bit of a, a callback to our pre-podcast <laughs> chat. So if, to bring the listeners into all of this, Beth and I were joking that it's, we feel this could be a march to the end for Sasha Colby in terms of her win. We've been talking about this all season, but to me especially, this was the the episode that just completely drove it home that Sasha Colby is absolutely winning this season. Yes. And we joked that she won the Tic Tac chat the tic tac lunch got it because i'm slow yeah no you were looking at your schedule it's fine Uh (laughs) (laughs) no we were we were saying that uh you know we were like okay so she won the tic tac chat she won the music video she arguably won the runway she won the talking to the your child self so i had joked Mm -hmm. beforehand that you know she had lucy's record of mini mm-hmm. and maxi challenges in one episode. Um, yes. But that's, that's where we were at. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Beth, where do you come down on this episode? I think it was great. I, I agree with Amon that I really love these episodes. I, I, it tends to be a celebration of these final four Queens. And I really enjoy that. And I know that mm-hmm. even the three of us have, uh, <laughs> especially the three of us have um, sometimes pretty split hair kind of critiques where we're really trying to find something to find an issue with the Queens or what they're presenting. And I always like that these episodes kind of steer us away from that are really much more about embracing what makes each and every individual who is on that stage unique and powerful, beautiful and all these wonderful things. So I tend to love everything about it. I love hearing about their story and opening it up to Rue and Michelle during a Tic Tac lunch. I love when they get to talk to their younger selves, even though I know that it sounds like it's kind of like every year they're going to cry and that kind of thing. It it still always touches me Mm -hmm. (laughs) every single year. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, no, I love these episodes a lot. It it gets me too. I can't help it. So, (laughs) okay. So I got this new workout machine. It's a stepper thing where you just like step up and down. Anyway, that's, not important, but the important <laughs> part is, is that I was on my stepper watching the finale on Friday, just being like, "Oh my god!" So, so, so I'm like crying, trying, yeah, exactly, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> exactly, crying through it all. Every single season, without fail, always makes me cry. I can't help it. Similar to Amon, also Pisces, like I'm just in with the vibes. So it, it just, uh, ugh, it always gets me. I know it's so corny and I know a lot of people don't necessarily appreciate it, but I, I can't help it. I do. Me and my stepper, we just love it so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't realize you both are Pisces. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. February, March, baby. Yes. Listen, I love a Pisces. I love an introspective moment. <laughs> I'm just I live outside that's where I'm at as a Leo I'm like push it in your face kind of thing but I, I'm a Leo moon though so there's that. oh same what's up oh, well mm-hmm. hey. right. <laughs> what brings us together we need, have we ever had a oh yeah we did have a zodiac challenge or a zodiac runway and I feel like yeah. all the queens did like the same thing and I remember mm-hmm. it was a sad I want them to, yeah. that should be a redone <laughs> that really should we need we need it to be better anyway okay so <clears throat> 
the main challenge, let's just jump right on into this. It is what we've seen similarly in previous seasons where the queens have to write uh, and record their own sassy verses to a mm-hmm. RuPaul song. This season, they chose Blame It on the Edit, which I thought was an interesting choice. Um because so, you know, obviously blame it on the edit is the result of queens coming off of drag race and saying, like, I'm blaming mm-hmm. it on the edit. Right. Mm-hmm. And Rue's essentially being like, well, you said it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, blame it on, the, blame edit. It on the edit. <laughs> so that was funny that I think that they chose that. And then they had to record a music video, which this has changed a little bit over the different seasons. We sometimes have them do a live performance here. We're doing a music video, which, Beth, what did you think about that choice? I always like when they do a music video. I I also have to say, like, as a like, as side note, girls, were we really, really shocked that you were just going to learn the choreography and immediately film it when you're in full drag? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why I was like, it's a re- they keep saying it's a rehearsal, but they're in but full they're drag. they're in full geese. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is happening? I was like, okay, so you know that this is like when they go, okay, and now we're going to film it. Like, they did that they've done that multiple times. I don't know why this was so shocking to them mm-hmm. unless they were like, okay, we're going to tell you that we're going to shoot it. We need you all to look like you're shitting your pants. Like <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't um, know. but I, I always like a music video. I like when they can edit things together, especially when you have a, a top four, that's really strong that they can kind of pick and choose the things that they really want to, which ironically blame that on the edit. Like, well, how do they edit <laughs> this? What, what things that they choose? <laughs> to oh my God. It out? Okay, I'm so happy you bring that up because literally I think Michelle says something. Hold on, wait, let me find the quote. I wrote it down. Um, yes, you have to bring it each time because you never know what take they're going to use. <laughs> I was like, doesn't that directly contradict what the whole point of the song is, which is that like you can't mm-hmm. blame it on the edit because like it is what it is, but then you're saying you never know what take they're going to use. They can make you look good. They can make you look bad. <laughs> Depending on the edit, I just don't. The call's coming from inside the house. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, why would you include that? I really wish somebody would have called her out on that. That would have been. I hope somebody does at the reunion. I hope it'd be so good. Yeah, it's like, okay, right, fine. Uh, Well, the whole theme of this video, which I thought was really fun, didn't necessarily fit with the song per se, but I wasn't mad at it, was sort of this like space girl realness. Which mm-hmm. I did hear emphasize. I think it was so Miguel Zarati was who they were working for for all the choreo and stuff. Um, and he said it is sci-fi hood girl realness, but keeping it in outer space. Which I was actually surprised they didn't bring up so much in the critiques because I feel like right. if you're going to go for full space realness, there are some queens that maybe looked a little bit more spacey than others. Sasha Colby, I think, especially in her close up yeah. shots with the contacts, mm-hmm. very spacey. I got that vibe from her for sure. So that was sort of the whole the whole thing that we're working with. Of course, also the tic tac chit chat and then the fake out of the top three. Yeah, I think it's interesting the song choice, uh, blame it on the edit, and how like all of the women, uh, the girls in the uh, in their drs are talking about. Yeah, this song is like a shady song. Like it felt as if like RuPaul was trying to like indoctrinate mm-hmm. <laughs> these girls onto his side of view, even though it's like now when you get off the show and then you start talking about how well they didn't show this that the third like are you gonna mm-hmm. be as team blame it on the edit then like so it really felt as if like rue was like trying to be like okay like from season 15 onwards like no one can blame it on the edit anymore and it's like mm-hmm. okay i don't think that's gonna work but okay 
I also think it's especially shady coming after the last two eliminations where the queens have absolutely, which obviously they didn't know that, but I also think that they probably had a hunch that both Selena and Lucy would be like, well, there's things that they didn't show or there's Mm -hmm. this context or Mm -hmm. this was edited incorrectly or whatever. And I just, (laughs) I just think it's really interesting that this comes, it almost feels like a direct slap in the face, even though it's probably not. Well, it's funny because I don't even necessarily, I mean, yes, there was some blame it on the edit, but if you look at Selena, for example, hers was just like, my critique is Ross sucks. <laughs> there was no blame it on the edit. It was just like, what do you know about fashion? Go back Ooh. to Palm Springs. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, very, very funny. And yeah, I totally see what Mon is saying, that it definitely mm-hmm. felt like a little bit of a cult leader indoctrination kind of thing mm-hmm. of like, remember remember <laughs> blame it on blame the edit and you love yourself because yeah. if you can't love yourself then no yeah yeah you can't love the edit how in the hell you gonna love yourself <laughs> <laughs> okay that so, should be the added line if you can't love your edit how you how in the hell are you, you gonna, gonna love yourself and then how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else like it just turns yeah. into like a like a russian nesting doll <laughs> of RuPaul saying of RuPaul is <laughs> yeah and then I'm your mother now there we go I mean that's essentially what Ru's book <laughs> is right mama now. <laughs> well they filmed this entire video in 24 hours the one part that I think we missed out on was the singing the recording of the mm. tracks part of it uh, I just trust I'm gonna trust the editors bl- not blaming it on the edit at all that there was nothing interesting to show there or I don't know, because we didn't get to see any of that. I, it didn't feel like you really missed out. It just was something mm-hmm. that I noted about the episode. Yeah. Let's go queen by queen, if that's okay with mm-hmm. y'all. And we will go through anything that you want to say about them. We'll just sort of go in order of what we see, starting with, I don't know, who do you want to start with, actually? Because I was like, I have them in order. Can we go in order, order of the verses, so Anitra and then... Okay, perfect. Anitra is first. So uh, she, I mean, we can talk about the Tic Tac lunch, talk about her performance, her look. I'm pulling them up right now. Amon, where do you want to start with Anitra? Um, let's start with the performance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Anitra, we see her struggle a little bit with some of the choreo. We know that she is a... a voguing the house down type of queen mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily the best for choreo but i mean compared to mistress it looked like she was doing fine <laughs> She yeah. i mean it was clear when it was just her and lux in a frame that she you yeah. were like oh okay but when it was the context of all four of them she looked fine mm-hmm. um and <laughs> maybe it was because of mistress but i also do think that really what it was was it was like the ever so slightly off the beat in like mm-hmm. just her face kind of like portrayed her. Looked, yeah, looked a little mm-hmm. lost. I could see that. But I think yeah, that's my she... number one critique with her just in general is that if she can learn how to control her, the fierceness of her face and her eyes and such and not let that give her away, mm-hmm. I think that she goes absolute next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like she. I'm, I feel like I mean, she always says like during these kind of performances, like I'm I'm more of a boom ka 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 type type of dancer, and choreography doesn't really. I don't really absorb it that well. I was like, I don't know. I mean, 
I feel like if you can do all of those interesting things with your body, yes, like picking up on someone else's moves might not be like your first inclination, but you still have such like a, 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 a you just have so much skill with how to use your body. So I just feel like I feel like she plays herself short whenever she mm-hmm. starts off the bat saying that. I feel like if you were to just approach this and like try to like translate it to your boom kakakak energy, I feel like she would do much better. So and not to say that she she didn't do horrible at all. So mm-hmm. yeah. probably not as maybe she didn't pick it up as fast as Lux and Sasha, but she still looked amazing. So I think mm-hmm. she should give herself more credit. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think she's just uh, once she if if she loses that confidence, you can definitely see it in her face, even though the choreo was fine. I mean, and even if it's not exact, who cares? It's what mm-hmm. exactly they told mistress. That was who cares if it's not exactly right. Just have that confidence. Don't have that deer in the headlights look and just move. Just go for it. Well, the editors will take care of it. Okay. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Don't blame it on the edit. As long as you're good to production, production's good to you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just tell them they're doing a great job. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm looking at her lyrics as well to go through that a little bit. I remember, I mean, her lyrics. So she's got stomping on roaches, walking these ducks. So her callback to her first episode, which has sort of become her trademark thing throughout this whole season. Totally get that. Love that for her. But it doesn't really like say all that much. It's really just about her being a dancing queen because the rest of the lyrics are make my way on the runway. Anitra about to pump. I twist. I whip. I dip. Hair flip. Smash that eye. Gloss that lip. A total 10. So cute. Yeah. So like, I'll be honest. Fine. Standard it little was, talk my shit yeah. lyric. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I, I wasn't overly impressed with the lyrics. I liked that it was a slow rap. And I love like the sultry voice that she used with it. Like I thought that was great, but I just kind of in general was like, I think you could be bitchier. Mm-hmm. I I think yeah. in general, not a lot of the girls went for the route of like either like, I don't know, being shady for people who blame the edit as like a bitch track kind of thing, which I got the sense that that's kind of what it was supposed to be. I always think it's weird when they're like, all right, I'm going to make this verse about me, even though the song has nothing to do with like individual. I don't know. I just, that's not their fault really at the end of the day, but I just kind of felt like in general, I was like, she could be bitchier. I'm Mm. here for it. I would love to see a little shadier Anitra. We haven't seen that. I think Lux is really the only one to me that had any sort of bitchiness in her lyrics. We'll talk about her in a sec. Yeah. Uh, let me pull up Anitra's runway look because, <sighs> so by the way, the runway category, I believe, was just like drag excellence. Yes, mm-hmm. drag excellence. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. When she said she made this, I mean, I know she makes a lot of her looks, which also explains the whole bodysuit thing. But when she said she made this, <laughs> I was just like, what? It's so gorgeous. The hair also is so cool. I love everything about this look. Yeah, she definitely elevated and like stuck the landing here because some of the runways for Anitra um, were starting to be just become just a little stale. Kind of was given like just a, you know, bodysuit with things attached to it. Um, mm-hmm. So when she came around the corner with this, I was like, OK, finally, a little bit more glamour, a little bit more edge, but still signature Anitra. Um, everything is so ang- when I think of uh, Anitra, I just think angular, just everything mm. is just always angular. And I think that this is just such a encapsulation of all of her looks this season. So I think it was definitely, she, she hit the nail on the head with this one. I a thousand percent agree. She rounded the corner and I was like, ah, if she had given every runway, this level of attention, I really think 
that she'd be like in contention against Sasha. Like mm-hmm. I really would see her as the final two. And I am, I still kind of do to be quite frank with you all. Um, but I, she just looks so gorgeous. Just 10 out of 10. Just mm-hmm. incredible. Grand High Empress herself, mm-hmm. I believe is how Anitra described <laughs> this. And I could not agree more. What was also interesting, because I don't think we had. OK, bleh, let me restart. We had gotten a lot of personal moments from Anitra, but I didn't think that we heard that she grew up Mormon. That was something that we learned in her Tic Tac chat, which was so funny. Rue's reaction. Mormon? (laughs) That was so funny to me. Like, the fact that RuPaul was like, there are Mormons on my show? Like, what? A Mormon? (laughs) Like, doesn't he say he watches all of the audition tapes? (laughs) And that never came up in her audition tape? Well, here's the thing. It probably did, but RuPaul does not have what we call a memory. Uh, Um, mm -hmm. couldn't remember Jinx's name to this one right here (laughs) 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 that video never fails to make me laugh oh Oh, it's so good because the look on everyone else's face too is they're like waiting for Rue to figure out if she's gonna say her name (laughs) and then she goes what's your name (laughs) better knowing this is after she's crowned Jinx for a second time (laughs) Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (sighs) All right. So that's Anitra. And we'll talk about the the judging and the the lip sync, obviously, once we get through all the queens. So we'll put a pause on Anitra for now. We will be talking about her later. Let's move on over to Lux. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. So Lux pretty much immediately picks up all the choreo. And as I mentioned, I think she had probably one of my favorite verses, if not my favorite verse of the whole thing. So just mm-hmm. some of her lyrics are, let's see, let me pull up my fit. Yes. So I love, you already know all eyes on me, ate these bitches, left no crumbs, did it in designer pumps. So when they ask about Lux, let them know that she's the one. I loved that. I thought that that was really cute and at least gave a little bit more of the bitchiness. I think her delivery too really sold it for me. Yeah, I like the musicality with it. I think she was the only one that sang and she sounded good. Um, and I mean, she wrote the verse pretty quickly to him and went to sleep. Yeah, which is did her kind of a serve. <laughs> her best Tyra Sanchez sleeping in the workroom <laughs> moment. <laughs> oh, it was great. I I loved her vocals. Like, the notes that she chose to sing for that are not something that I feel like this is going to sound really pompous and ridiculous. And I apologize. It's not someone who I would assume like an amateur vocalist would just be like mm-hmm. choosing that, the the modality that she sang. The it was just so was there. it was there and it was good and it had soul and then switched to the rap afterwards. And I just thought it, she just really killed it. She killed everything in really challenged Sasha really well I thought in this um she had she she kind of showed her youthfulness too which I really liked and especially in the performance of like her dancing I really got a sense of she's like 
I'm uh, a new star. Like I'm the new star of a new girl group kind of thing. I just, I got that energy from her and I really loved watching her. Oh, this yeah. episode was all about her confidence. Really, oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it was so much Lux. I actually thought there was a possibility that Lux could have won this challenge mm-hmm. just because of how much Lux we were getting and how confident she was, and just like her whole energy, which I know also was part of what she was talking about in the Tic Tac chat lunch thing, which was, you know, she got her confidence from her parents, and if if only every kid had that those types of role models and parents that really encouraged and and just believed in her we see this with some young queens who have really supportive parents look no further than Gigi good yep. i think that she's another great example of someone who's very young but has so supportive parents to see what a a young kid can do it's really inspiring and i think it just goes to show how important having that support network is absolutely mm-hmm. also let's talk about her lurk so is there was the was was there like a fit issue a little bit? It did appear a little baggy. Just a okay. little baggy. Okay, I'm glad I wasn't the only one who felt that way because obviously this is stunning. I love white the white color on her. It just <clears throat> looks so good. But yeah, there was something about when she was moving around. It just yeah, it felt baggy. So I'm glad I'm on you felt the same way. It wasn't just in my head. Looks like it's just gonna be like one and a half sizes too big. Mm-hmm. You know, just need a little bit of fitting around the top and around the like around the whole thing really uh but it, i mean it, the, the concept is stunning and i think that uh i think that her face looked amazing mm. um so she looks like she's going to go and marry herself <laughs> <Essentially>. <laughs> <laughs> i love that idea mm-hmm. um i'm not actually that upset with the fit because i kind of think that that's what she's going for or at least that's what i got out of it is that it's supposed to be not a thousand percent form fitting. I don't know. Maybe it's just like the material that you're using the, the little uh, waist moment that has like the folds on it. Like I I just Mm -hmm. kind of got that sense that it's maybe supposed to look like that. Um, I thought she looked gorgeous. This is the first time I've really looked at her and thought, Oh my gosh, she is young. She, she looks so beautiful and young in the face, but in this outfit, I mean, it really like, it, it took me back. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's she looks like a teenager right here, like in, in like a like a, a beautiful teenager going to prom or something like that. But I was looking at it, I was like, oh, my gosh, like she is young, sometimes like a yeah. child bride. Oh, no, <laughs> not, that's what Beth got. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put those words in my mouth. That's not what I said. Um, but I just really I thought that the the whole outfit and everything was gorgeous. Um, her hair was, I love this hair on her. Um, and th- those earrings, they look like they weigh a thousand pounds each. And sh- I just loved everything from head to toe. I think yeah, she said too. they did weigh a lot. <laughs> so that fit. There we are. <laughs> well, she, the, okay. One other thing I want to say about Lux was when they went through all of her runways I was reminded about what she brought and how Mm -hmm. stunning she looked every week. And I do think Mm -hmm. that that's something that needs to be mentioned because similarly to Beth, I sort of feel like I also have my top two, but Lux, I think has just performed well throughout the entire season. She's been pretty much on except for last week where she stumbled a little bit and her runways have exemplified that bringing it every week kind of energy. 
I think for her archetype, she's definitely one of my favorites for the, because I feel like when it comes to the younger queens, they also are the younger fashion-oriented girls. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she's definitely one of the ones that is a little bit more fashion-forward naturally. She can, I mean, we saw it in the design challenge. She Mm -hmm. knows how to make a garment and she knows what looks good. And like she, her taste level is there. Not all of the queens that are young fashion girls can say that. Some of their stuff is just sort of made for them or not to say that they don't have a good eye, they don't have good taste, but can you make these things? And I think mm-hmm. that she's one of those girls that can, that has, like, she's kind of well-rounded. I think that she's one of the best of the archetype, for sure. Mm-hmm. I she really gives oh, me Gigi good vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Gigi good also, I put in that same category. Yep. A thousand percent. I, I honestly think how she gets to the next level with her drag is so much of what we saw on the runway was was amazing, but it was clearly referencing either RuPaul or other mm-hmm. moments on the show or other looks that we've seen before. And I can't wait for her to kind of, and I love that she was putting her own twist on everything. I, I think that's great, but I can't wait to see her like have her own style moment thing that is just all Lux. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, I think that she's really going to be quite a star. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, she already is. I mean, but. She's going to be a bigger one. And she's got that confidence. That's mm-hmm. like half the battle. <laughs> yeah. so. Okay. Let's switch gears and talk about Sasha. Our ultimate winner here. Our, I'm assuming, winner of the season. <laughs> based on what we've been talking about and discussing. And this episode, as I mentioned before, really sealed the deal for me. She got the choreo. She had this whole like Pam Anderson in space look for the dancing part. She looked amazing in the close up sort of window Mm -hmm. moment. I don't know what to call it when they did their individual verses that just gave me space alien to a T. She understood the assignment. I was very impressed with Sasha this week. Yeah, I mean, you got to give it to the girl. I mean, we kind of knew what was going to happen. We knew we, we all knew. We all knew there was I just think that there really was no way for her to lose because she's such she's so revered within the community and she's been around for quite some time and she's worked her way up. And I liked how she talked about how, you know, because we got it. We got a little bit of workroom talk with them and they all went over, you know, their first impressions of each other. And so many of them assumed that she was going to be a bitch. I didn't even really know a lot about Sasha Colby and not to make this about me. But I just never assumed that. I just felt like she always mm-hmm. felt. I don't think yeah. there's really. I think I think that there are people that are very very celebrated and highly revered that are secret. Well, not secret, but like they're actually bitches in real life. Mm-hmm. But I just never got that vibe from her. She always just felt very like humble and and she knows who she is. She obviously knows what her status level is, her popularity level. But it's just it's something that she carries with her. It's it's she. It doesn't make her. It just it's just a part of who she is. And I've, mm-hmm. I've I think that it's 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 shown a lot through this season as well. I think that she also came into it because we got to hear her talk a little bit in the Tic Tac chat about how she in the beginning when she began to win challenges, there was a piece of her that was like, oh, do I need to shrink myself just a little bit so that I can get that quick fix of being liked? Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that you can sort of see some of that behavior because She's not the narrator of the season and she very well could be if, if she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And she sort of has taken a bit of a backseat in terms of some of the team challenges. She's never really been 
too outspoken a lot of the time. I mean, she'll step in if she needs to, mm-hmm. but you could just tell that she wanted to enter this and not swallow up the room. And the fact that she was able to carry that energy and still perform very, very well just speaks to just how much talent she actually has. And it's not just, it's not all about the status level. It's not about like the, you know, getting starstruck. It's just, she's that girl. She is that girl. And- Listen, she is a Leo. and as a fellow leo Uh, i can just say you know we are ruled by the sun we are the center of the universe and we have very easily can suck people in but i agree with you i honestly think that one of the best best things about her is that she knew how to use her star power to not bring other people down but to lift them up Mm -hmm. um in how to like you this very easily could have been sasha colby's drag race and it Kind of was, but we got to enjoy and see other queens that we are rooting for in this competition. It wasn't like a, a Ben De La Creme All-Stars 3. Well, here's an obvious winner from the get winning every single challenge kind of thing. And she did end up winning four. So let's not pretend she didn't win anything. But I mean, she very easily um, could have pulled the I'm the Sasha Colby Trump card all the time. And she never mm-hmm. did. I remember from the very first challenge that they had, she even said, look, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to let the children play. And then when I need to step in and be that mature senior person, I will do that. And I think that that's something that I've, I feel like she did consistently throughout the season, which is Mm -hmm. I'm not going to make this all about me, which may be part of her people pleasing you know, mentality that she's not mm-hmm. going to have everything focus on me. I mean, think about how many untucks where she said pretty much nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there were obviously Lucy and mistress having fights while that was going on, but <laughs> it, yeah, it, it didn't really feel like it was about her necessarily until it mm-hmm. really came to the runways and the judging, right? That was where it feels like it turned into Sasha Colby's drag race. And so I think with her TikTok chat talking about the question that Michelle asked, which was, do, did you struggle at all? And she gave the perfect answer, I thought, which was, I mean, on the challenges, no, I didn't struggle, but I struggled with what was going on internally. I struggled mm-hmm. with acceptance. And this is a history, a pattern that I've had since I was young. I just wanted acceptance from my mother. And that's something that's continued throughout and something that she's sort of constantly battling. She says the fantastic, the the word we all wanted to hear or Rue wanted to hear, which is inner saboteur. She brings that up as well. It just felt like the perfect answer. And I know, you know, of course, she has so much experience doing things like this. And it just felt like it all came to a head here. And she just <laughs> executed perfectly. It's like yeah. easy to see how she won Miss uh, Continental. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly correct. It was like the right amount of yep. vulnerability while still having that strength and poise. And it was in the critiques later from the judges where it was like they were preparing. So, you know, the Hulk, oh, they're a consummate mm-hmm. professional, which actually is a bad thing. They were like, well, she's a professional, but like she's better. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but she's like vulnerable and stuff. So it's good. she's not like Rose or Jan. Right. Or, or you know, yellow Jan or, oh, you know, it's, like, yeah. it's so Yeah, funny. I feel like I feel like. I mean, I've always I've always sort of been the person that is so opposed to tradition or um, predictable editing and storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to know who the winner is by week five. I want this to be anyone's game. 
And I'm always going to feel that way. And I think, I think um, that where I struggle just a little bit with Sasha Colby, even with all of the things that I just said, mm-hmm. I think even with just like production, I think it was kind of interesting how they had to edit her because clearly she was going to win the season. But at the same time, she didn't give them like, I'm going to be this in your face, make this all about me energy. So it's interesting how she's going to be a winner, but her winner's edit is sort of so much different from others because for Willow Pill, you could tell that she was the clear rootable underdog, you know, Mm -hmm. like that, that was, that was her trajectory for uh for who won before her Simone for Simone she was that legacy queen comes from good stock hardly ever in the bottom if she ends up in the bottom it's like the most oh my god thing is she going to survive thing ever that was like her her winner's path and then for Jada Essence I think she's the she's an interesting one where it's like she could have easily lost to Gigi Good but there was like a bit of an under underdog story there as well for Sasha Colby she's not an underdog she was hardly ever in the bottom, but she also wasn't like a like a huge personality on the season. She she gave it to you in performances. Um, but yeah, it's like what is like the over I think and I think we get we get the answer in this episode. The overarching theme for her is just her own inner battle with herself. Like, how do I how do I navigate being someone that is clearly talented? It's clearly a front runner is clearly someone that has worked hard to get to where I am. How do I do that and still be a good and decent winner to everyone else? And I think that that's that within itself is something interesting that I didn't necessarily mm-hmm. give her credit for or give the storyline credit for in the beginning because I was just so mm-hmm. like, <sighs> <laughs> I don't want to be like a march to the end, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. Well, and we say all this, of course, not knowing the winner, just <laughs> feeling Next week when the mistress uh, wins and I we're know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. if exactly. that happens and I have just said all of this stuff. <laughs> Wait, OK, no. But like, seriously, though, if someone other than Sasha wins, my jaw will be on the floor. Uh, uh, like impossible mm-hmm. to reattach. I'm a snake it, devouring a meal <laughs> just snake. out of shock. Like the meal of shock. I will be gagged. I just I can't believe it. And, and I think that as we talked about, this was the episode that for me really solidified. Yes. OK, fine. Because I sort of like Amon was fighting that overdog kind of edit and overdog vibes from Sasha. But I had to give it to her. Mm-hmm. I just I I just I felt it. I felt it was right. I feel good and at peace with her ultimate potential win. Mm-hmm. And this episode totally solidified that for me. I'll just yeah. put it out there, people. We all felt this way in season nine about Shay. Oh my God, right? <laughs> Remember when Shay clearly won the category is uh, challenge and we were like, oh my God, she did the slay coulee. Uh, Maybe thing. Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> Give her a run for her money. And then those two were the first two out. And yeah. then we were okay. like, okay. oh my God. Um, so who knows? We, who, who knows? It, it could be anybody. But with that said, I do think it's important to kind of sit back and do kind of a gut check, right? If you sit mm-hmm. back and say, if Sasha won, 
I don't think there's anybody who's going to be disappointed in that. I think there's people who are going to be, I mean, I'm sure the contestants will and the people who like really want a Nietzsche or mistress or Lux or whatever to win, Mm -hmm. of course. But I feel like nobody's going to be like, she didn't earn that. Right. Mm -hmm. If she doesn't win, that's the gut check where you're, that's, that's a gag. Mm -hmm. That's a legitimate gag. Mm -hmm. And I would not put it past drag race. To throw a gag out there as like, let's get Sasha back for an All Stars. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think you know she's gonna that. win that one. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't well, know. Exactly. She could be the next Shay. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I we'll I, I, I think there's also the theory about her just becoming the new RuPaul. <laughs> I mean, too. I feel like I feel like if she, I mean, I think I think she's probably going to win. But in the event that she doesn't win. I don't I don't think that it's the worst thing in the world. I think it'll definitely be a gag. I think it'll definitely be something that everyone's like I, and I think that the show will get backlash, but the show's always getting backlash. Yeah. Um yeah. I think but I I do think that there is something to be said about sometimes like, you know, being a winner of RuPaul's Drag Race while it's still a huge accomplishment. It's not like this career defining thing that it used to be. And so for someone yeah. that is already so um fairly entrenched and so popular in the community, if anything, being the robbed goddess of season 15 is only going to raise the profile even more. I mean, I don't think that winning RuPaul's Drag Race is really something that uh, is going to set Sasha Colby on this next level. I think it's just, and this is just how people get introduced to Sasha Colby if you didn't already know her. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. if she I if agree. she were to lose, I'd be like, oh, wow. I'd be like shocked, but I'd be like, oh, well, like you're going to be good, sis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that any of the top four are going to suffer in their careers. I think all four of them are, have, pro- first of all, the three who aren't Sasha have proved that they can be at Sasha Colby's level in their own different ways. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're all going to be great. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. I think that assuming Sasha wins, the other three are in a fantastic position. They'll all be on all-star seasons. Mm-hmm. Hands if they want if they mm-hmm. want, I think. And, the, you know, it's almost like an easy out because it's like, well, we had Sasha freaking Colby there. Like, really? Like, I could have won. I could have won the season. But, you know, Sasha Colby was there. Right. So you kind of right. have that out as well. I think <laughs> it helps with mm-hmm. the argument. Uh, briefly, before we talk about Mistress, I just want to talk about Sasha's look on the runway because Seth Dunning it was absolutely gorgeous. She looks so good. I yeah. loved her whole story about how, like, how the hair itself with the flowers is an homage to her Hawaiian culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it also kind of is a continuation of the music video to a certain extent of like this kind of like out of the world. I just got like the rings on her arms, like she's the planet kind of mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. I just thought it was really gorgeous. Um, one thing I wanted to say about her first that I didn't say is mm. that. She kind of gave me Snoop vibes. The way that her voice sounded was sounded like Snoop. Yeah, I, I, now that you're saying that, I see that now. I was like wondering what it was about that cadence that was like so familiar to me. And I definitely agree she with that. She had this yeah. cool like vert going on with her voice. <laughs> and I was like, damn, yes, it's not what you expect from her. And I just, mm-hmm. oh, it was so good. I was, I was, I was getting tingles. I was like, oh, Sasha. Yeah, I'm definitely into it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about our last queen, Mistress, who I think we at least saw struggle the most in the choreo, which did translate to the Mm -hmm. edit of the music video. (laughs) 
But in her close-ups, once they cropped all that dancing out, then she did very well. <laughs> I think they still say, did her dirty with that because they all had like this ethereal moment where they're floating in anti-gravity. And then, oh my god! Wait, wait, wait! wait. <laughs> I have that because she tweeted. Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> So she tweeted D to the E, D to the E to the T to the O to the hold up X. <laughs> I felt so bad. That moment, I laughed. Oh my gosh. I laughed, I laughed so, hard. so they hard. Did her so dirty. Everybody else looks like they're like, uh, so sexually, she's just like, ah! <laughs> I was trying oh to God. rewind it in the moment, forgetting I was watching live TV because I just wanted to watch it over and over and over. And I don't have like cable and yeah. like, where I could do that. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, I laughed so oh. hard. Uh, I'm so glad she could laugh about that because I felt horrible for her in the moment, but I was also laughing so hard. Oh, boy. Anyway. <clears throat> I also I, I probably the bad. best moment of her performance. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I, you know what that? If anything, that helped her. Um, in the I do feel bad because I think that the judges again. This is the positive critique um, episode, and I they were like, no one can sell a lip sync like you. I was like, I was sold by Sasha. I was sold by Lux. I was I was sold by all of them. And actually, they were like, it's something in your eyes. But then they show her, and her eyes are even in her lip sync are just kind of little big and not like connecting to the lyrics. So I think that they were really trying to find something really positive to say about her performance. But I I don't think she was like horrible. But I don't necessarily think the positive. Like I would have gone for, you know, I love the the energy that you give when you're doing a bitch track. Maybe not mm. how great you were at lip syncing it because she also messed up her own lip sync at one point. So I was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I love Mistress. It was tough to see her stumble on this. She probably had my second favorite of all of the verses in terms of the actual lyrics. Mm-hmm. So hers were MIB, I'm the MVP, because it makes sense why these girls envy me. Because I'm a clock the T and I don't give a tuck. Excuse me, why you mad? Like a bitch from West Bum Tuck. But guess what? Yes, I said it and I made it. I'm next in line at Kingdom Mama Roo. And if you step out of line, I'm coming for you or something like that. Um, anyway, so like I, I think that she kind of had the next bitchy lyrics, mm-hmm. which I would say. But it was just it was so tough. I think in the same thing that Anitra had, which the issue is like her face gave her away. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. Getting in her own head and all I that. also had a harder time understanding her lyrics in the song. So there's actually a few in there that I didn't catch that what you just said out loud. I'm like, oh, that's much better than I thought it was. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I distracted because Lux and Trinity are fighting on Twitter. <laughs> Wait, what? Ooh, what? Breaking news are happening think, now. So I think like so Trinity the Tuck, she tweeted something back on the 25th of March saying like, I really want Mistress Sasha or uh, Anitra to win this season. And of course, all the Lux dads came and but Lux is just now responding. Like as of 21 minutes ago, she said, "I'd be rotted too if I wasted all that money to look like dot 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 that." <laughs> <gasps> oh, 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 oh. 
She said, like, I'm sorry, but I really don't do anything yet. I'm always getting dust thrown my way. And all because I said your safe performance was safe like 10 weeks ago. Shit, girl, please. And then wants to preach about unity and peace. Like, girl, shut up and grow up. Uh, I mean, but is she wrong? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she's wrong here. But y'all know I'm biased against Trinity, so I can't be trusted. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. <laughs> oh boy the girls are fighting the girls they are, are fighting. fighting so who are we talking about mistress um fighting yes <laughs> we did we talk about her look i'm so sorry i just got distracted i was like oh my god what is going whatever on whatever you want to talk about no we haven't talked about the look we can pull that up here her leopard print which was in the beating weighs 60 pounds and i love the way it looks when she moves unfortunately we don't have a video here just the still image but when she moves like the way the fringe Mm -hmm. looks so good yeah at first when she walked on i was like oh that seems a little muted and then when we get the close-up on it and then we get her commentary about like like, it being beaded into the material i was like oh my god like this is extravagant this is eleganza baby i i think it's the perfect choice for her um, and I, I, I love it. I, I, I think it just looks absolutely amazing on her and the way that it shines and sparkles and the way that the fringe moves, just amazing. Love mm-hmm. it. I love this so much. She has just proven time and time again that big girls can be just as fashionable, beautiful, whole nine yards as anybody else. And she yep. pushes the envelope. She does things that you don't expect and gorgeous. The only thing I don't like about this is the hair. And the actually, loaf. the loaf. loaf. She looks like Eureka, like with her makeup and, and this. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I'm like, no, I want you to be mistress. Like, give us like the tiered thing that you do or, um, you know, some some different hair. But I, I would have loved like a slicked back ponytail or something. Oh, like that. could you? That would have been hot. Like an Ariana mm-hmm. ponytail. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do, we, do I can't decide if I want something like sleek and elegant to go with the the vibe of the dress or something very animalistic to go with the print of the dress. Something like a Bianca Del Rio cheetah kind of thing where she did with like, <laughs> yes, just like that. <laughs> yes. The epitome of fashion, Bianca Del, Bianca Del Rio. Yes. <laughs> That's one of my other favorite quotes is when Bob and Raja are talking oh, in the pit stop. Yeah. They're like, if anybody has proven that you can win drag race without looking beautiful, it's, and they both say Bianca Del Rio Bianca at the Del same Rio. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah just so seasoned and what Mm -hmm. i love the most about her is that she has a way of incorporating old school drag southern pageant drag into really unique and modern and futuristic ways at the same time i don't know it's just it's it's really stunning to see every single week yeah and she's like so she's 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 so funny and i just I love how she talks about like she's she's one of those queens that really is like bringing back the art of shade and not just Mm -hmm. being like it's not like one of these cartoon shades where it's just like I'm just going to, you know, be mean and call it being shady. Like, no, she knows how to jab. She knows how to like give it a little bit of like, you know, fun. Like she's just Mm -hmm. she's just fun. And she's repeatedly said it over and over and over again. So I, I, I still hate that she seems to be getting a little bit of um venom from the fans and I'm sure there's a lot of like, younger fans that don't quite understand this stuff yet I get it but like it's just annoying because like she's actually one of the good ones y'all like mm-hmm. leave her alone <laughs> she's a drag queen <laughs> 
like let her time. be shady. Yes. And I think that that's she, she talks a little bit about this in the TikTok chat as well, which is, look, I'd rather be outspoken than replaying it in my head. I'd rather get it all out in the open. And yeah, did that lead to tension between her and Lucy? Yes, she talks about that. Did mm-hmm. that lead to tension between maybe her and some of the other girls? Yes. I think what I noticed about Mistress is that when she is discussing what she's noticing, it's never in a it's never in a like attack personal. It's not like she's trying to get a specific outcome. She's just saying, mm-hmm. hey, I noticed this. Why? <laughs> like mm-hmm. with Lucy, it's like, why do you like I notice you when cameras are off and I notice you when cameras are on. Why are you being different? I just mm-hmm. want to know. Like, it never felt like accusatory or anything like that. And even the shade, yeah, it was, yeah, it was the truth sometimes. It was very outspoken, but it never felt mean. Mm-hmm. And I think that she is just someone who has a really fantastic communication style. Yeah, it got her into trouble right. here and there. And yeah. there was definitely some moments where, okay, maybe this is a little bit overstepping, but I think that it was fascinating to have her on the show. And I'm so mm-hmm. happy that we got to have her personality throughout this entire season. I'll tell you what, people will come for her and then praise Bianca Del Rio. I'm like, Bianca was way meaner. Crazy mean. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like, sure, she, like, you, a lot of us were on her side in season six, but let's also be real that she was much meaner and, like, took things much more personally to, or gave her, her reads and everything were, much more personal than what mistress does um mistress is like so like she's you can like win her over easily too yes especially if you read her back yeah Yeah, like the twins she hated the twins at the beginning it took one episode one episode and then she's already like oh they're my children (laughs) yeah (laughs) i remember people in the bar being like boo no hate them (laughs) (laughs) no she was in her her mother era with her two new drag daughters yeah I wonder if she'll be in her winning era next week or two weeks from now. Well, we'll have to see. So we are going to have, as we talked about, the reunion next week, but then the finale afterwards, we're going to have all four queens there. I just want to give, so I think what we should do as as a family, mm-hmm. let's each go around and let's give our head, heart, gut of who Ooh. we think is going to win. Now, I know we talked a lot about Sasha, but this could be different. And this is tapping into the different elements that we feel. And then I'm going to give the social media updates on where the, you know, Team Sasha, Team Anitra posts are for both Instagram and Twitter. So, Beth, you want to kick us off? Head, heart, gut. Who do you think is going to win for each of those categories? Um, My head and my gut are on the same page, which is Sasha. Mm-hmm. But my heart is Anitra. Okay. Aman, what about you? My head obviously is saying Sasha. My heart, interestingly enough, because I really haven't been rooting for her that much this season, um, is probably now it's a Lux. Mm-hmm. This episode for me really I felt like I've I felt like I really began to see who she is. Mm-hmm. And I related so much to the things that she was telling herself as a kid. Um Something that really stuck with me was just how much she talked about, like, people are always going to tell you that you're not worth it or that people mm-hmm. that look like you aren't beautiful or they're not, they can't achieve these things or be 
and it, I don't know, it just really, really stuck with me because I felt like for a long time, I felt the same way growing up. I felt like I had to like find something else that was interesting because the package that I was presented in wasn't valuable. And for her parents to instill that in her, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just, I think about like where I would be or people that are older than me, where they would be if they had that same, like, not to say that my yeah. parents were were they were fantastic parents but think you know as time moves on things get a little better things progress Mm -hmm. i feel Mm -hmm. like if i were born just like maybe like 10 years later even five years later where would i be you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so Mm -hmm. i just i that really that really made me want lux to take this home because it just it just really touched me um my gut is saying i mean i feel like i kind of can't tell the difference between head and gut so i feel like i want to say something (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but for the sake of having three different answers i love mistress and i've always been rooting for mistress and i know that anitra i've i've been rooting for nature too but like i just i don't know mistress has just been such a just such a fun time on the show and i really mm-hmm. just would like that rewarded yeah so i think oh my gosh aman you almost converted me i almost changed my <laughs> answer but i do ah! think i'm probably along the same lines as beth i think my head logic, everything in my little tiny science brain is telling me, Sasha, everything in my, ooh, my gut, my like, just my feeling is going with Sasha. I just really think that she's going to be the winner if I'm trusting my gut feeling. But my little, my little heart, it really wants me to win. And I know it's not going to happen. And I'm like mm-hmm. mentally preparing for it. But I just, I think Anitra is so funny. She is someone who I've just been so happy to get to know. And she's somebody who I, yeah, I I absolutely, my heart would love for her to win. But I'm also mentally preparing for her to come back on an all-star season. And that's fine with me too. When she wins. When she wins. Oh God, no. (laughs) I think, you know, just the head portion for Sasha. Mm Mm-hmm is is not so much looking at track record and all the other stuff that my gut is the thing that's like i'm i'm i intuitively think that Mm. my head is more like what do the producers want out of a finale and if they can get an anitra versus sasha lip sync for the crown i think they're gonna do that i think i'm looking at a production standpoint of this Mm. and i think that anitra has lip synced more often and has lost to Sasha. And I mm-hmm. think that that's where my head is going for this. Yeah, I could see that or Lux. I'm essentially what I'm trying to decide is who do I think Sasha could be up against? So, you know, in terms of the format of the finale, we don't know. Right. I would assume since we've already sort of had a lip sync Lollapurusa, that's probably not going to happen. So we're going to have the individual performances and then either a straight up winner based on whatever their chosen performances or some type of top two and then a lip sync after that. And I think to me, it's probably between. It's probably between. Lux and Sasha or Anitra and Sasha is what I'm thinking in terms of that finale performance. Although I will say, and let's discuss the lip sync this week, uh, actually, because I realized we forgot to to mm-hmm. do that. So we do have, normally this is just a, a, you know, let's celebrate everybody, but we did add a, end up getting some critiques in this episode because we did have a lip sync with a, you know, fake out potentially for a top three with Mistress versus Anitra. And the song choice that was interesting. So when love takes over, mm-hmm. I kind of thought Mistress won. <laughs> oh, I thought like, Anitra won. 
Really? Yeah. I, when Anitra started to take the bottom of her outfit off, I was like, no, stop, stop, stop. Like, I want something else from you. I want to see you just mm. stand and just embody it because she can do that. She still mm-hmm. has that in her repertoire. She, she also then does all of the dips and dives and tricks and, and twists. But I kind of wanted to see her have to be confined. So I was happy mm. she was in a gown. And then yeah. she had to take it off. I was like, no, no, no. I was no. like, no, 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 no. You're going to win it. Put it back on. Put it back on. <laughs> I like to keep, I like you but to I keep th- it on, please. <laughs> I thought that she, I thought that she did stand and sing and give that emotion in the beginning mm-hmm. way stronger than what mistress did to, to me at least. And then she built up to that rather than just coming out with, dips and tricks from the get-go and i think that that's what she's kind of learned is like she has to give levels she has to have a crescendo she has to have that and i think that that's what she did so well in this lip sync and i didn't get levels from mistress i just got and it's hard when you have a 60 pound dress on so i don't blame mistress but i also i have not necessarily been the biggest mistress lip sync fan in terms of how she lip syncs with her face i wasn't the biggest fan in the rusical or in the other times that she's lip synced so it just could be a personal preference on my on my mm-hmm. part and i totally understand that but i was like oh my god i can't believe we're about to say goodbye to mistress and then they were like okay now you're both saying i was like okay <laughs> i'm fine with i that. actually i from the episode i thought there was a possibility mistress was gonna go home Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought oh, that was a possibility. Sure. She performed the worst. I f- I feel like I remember I remember at the end of the lip sync. I don't know if I agree that Mistress won, but I definitely f- remember feeling like Anitra didn't blow her out of the water like the way that yeah. Anitra's blowing yeah. some of these other girls out of the other girls out of the water. Um, so I think she definitely. Ha- I think she's very talented, like with the facial expressions that she has when lip syncing, whereas Anitra is more you know expressive with her body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, you know, it's really, it's about the song choice. And when they announced that song, it's like a dancing song, really? When she's in that fucking dress? Like, <laughs> so I think yeah. that they, I'm fine with the double Shantae only because I love Mistress, but I wish that they would have chosen a better song so that Anitra didn't have the potential to take her all the way down. Like, because then right. you have another situation where it's like, Monet clearly beat Jinx, but they're just going to give it to Jinx. So... <laughs> I don't like that stuff. I wish they would just go back to doing ballads at the top four mm-hmm. or a RuPaul song. Like, do one of those two things. I, I don't know. I love when love takes over. Don't get me wrong. Love that mm-hmm. as a song. But I really wish that it was saved for a time where it wasn't like, who goes to the finale? I just feel sure. like mm-hmm. a ballad is so different, changes the pace, and it's much more about emoting. And especially when you know that they're probably going to be wearing outfits that they're heavier and not suited to lip sync in like have a uh what do they call it in theater uh a park and bark Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep have one of those songs you know Mm -hmm. well they both stay and we do get a little bit of tease of this when rue which was so funny after the critiques rupaul and again i wrote it down because i thought this was important I promise myself to have an elimination every episode, (laughs) but I'm debating. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Where all of the, uh, you know, all the eliminations came from as a critique, of course, from last season. Sure. Which I'm fine with. I actually think this season was much better because of it. I a hundred percent agree. Exactly. No chocolate, but you know, <laughs> I All do right. love that that kept coming up with Sasha in this episode too. She's like, I get my gold bar, not chocolate, not chocolate. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right. Let's do a check-in with social media. So mm-hmm. do, do you guys have any predictions? I don't know if you've been looking at this of who you think has the most I think I do know media. who's in the lead, so I won't give my predictions. So. Amon, do you have any thoughts you want to give? I have not been looking at social media, but I don't think it's... I'm pretty sure we know who's in the lead. Um, I'm going to say that Sasha's in the lead, followed by... I'm kind of torn between Luxor and Nitra, but I think because now Nitra has three wins, people are probably more on her side. So Nitra, mm-hmm. then Lux, then Mistress. Okay, so this is a little bit of a surprise to me because when I first saw the socials go out, Sasha was ahead. But Anitra and Sasha are actually pretty much neck and neck. So on Twitter, Sasha has 39.6 thousand likes. Anitra has 41.8. So very close. And Instagram is the same, 180 and 170,000 for the two of them. In third place is actually Mistress. Uh, on both Twitter and Instagram. And then on in last place is Lux. Uh, and I think that part of that probably is because Lux is so young and people feel, I mean, I don't know if they feel like, oh, she, she'll be fine. You know, she'll go on an, uh, an all-star season and, and, and do her thing there. Not that she's not mm-hmm. a worthy performer. I don't think it's like a dislike for Lux necessarily. I think it's just a timing thing. Yeah. If I had to predict. I also think it's important to note that at the time of us recording this podcast, the finale was recorded last night. It was. So I'm interested to see how, if any, like how this weighs into that. Which I have no idea. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Same. No, I, if no you idea. Do know, please do not tell me. Yes. I don't want to know. <laughs> yes. I don't want to know either. I want to be surprised on finale night when all of that happens. Well, is there anything else from this episode there was a little bit of discussion of the season of gates hair gate baby gate lux being the gatekeeper she was involved in every single gate that we got baby bum gate will always be especially egregious and lux has to pay or um lucy has to pay for her crimes as far as i'm concerned baby bump gate incredible side eye okay As we talked about last, or as we talked about the beginning of this episode, we're going to have the reunion next week. So if you do not see a podcast from us, do not worry. We are going to be recording our thoughts on the reunion. We're going to try to do it where we actually record our thoughts on the reunion uh, when it happens before the actual finale. And then we're going to release all of it uh, together in one Mm -hmm. due to scheduling and all of that. So not a podcast next week but definitely a podcast for the finale. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Although I do feel like the writing's on the wall in terms of the winner, I'm still mm-hmm. really stoked and pumped for the finale, which is surprising. I thought I would be like, eh, well, it's going to be March in the end, blah, blah, blah. But no, I'm here for it. And I really can't wait to see what the girls put together because these yeah. are performers. And I think that whatever they bring to the finale is going to be stellar. And I want to see these queens, these top tier queens, themselves and just execute i also cannot wait for the reunion because some of these girls i think have some things to discuss so. yeah wait. definitely <laughs> i'm excited to see sugar and spice again Aww. <laughs> I went yeah. through and today somebody had put together a, like a on, on TikTok. It was all the, the exit all, lines, all the exit yeah, lines of all the, the girls. But <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. I'm like, I definitely forgot about a couple of these queens. Yeah. Okay, Robin though, even her exit line was like, 
for it. I know. I know. Mm. Yeah. Like, and mm, yeah. Poppy, I was like, who are you? They have on the subreddit, the RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit, they have all of the Queen's pictures, like their mm. um, promo looks. And I was like, who, who is that? Who? Oh, oh, Amethyst. Yes. Oh, Amethyst yeah. line was actually pretty funny. So yeah. I'm going to give her, I'm going to give her props on that one. <laughs> give but her her roses for that one. We are going to see all the Queens back together again, reunioning it up. And then, of course, as we talked about the finale. So let's close things out for today. Amon, where can people find you on social media and what do you have going on? You can find me everywhere at Amon Adwin. And you can find me struggling with how I would like to engage with Big Brother Canada 11. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) How many people are engaging with that? No. bruh that's a- yeah <laughs> well um speaking of big brother canada we puya and i with kevin jacobs taryn and of course a fabulous cameo from the one and the only taylor discuss everything from the thursday chaos episode so if you are yeah in the big brother canada sphere you know what a mess of a time we are having Ugh. Yeah. My timeline is yeah. telling me everything. That's how I'm keeping up. And that's amazing. I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm loving it. I, this is I like I like the the drama from Twitter, I think, is more engaging than from what I've seen the, the TV mm-hmm. show. So it's wild. Well, keeping up with Beth, though, how would we do that? Well, if you want me to be a part of your timeline, you can follow me at Augusta Wind 11. Um, considering that we're not recording next week, I will just say if you were in the New York City area and would like something to do on Monday, April 17th, um, I'm going to be performing as a part of a choir at Lincoln Center under the uh, direction of Eric Whitaker, um, who is the composer who wrote all the music. And he's just incredible. Um, so if you want to have a whole range of emotions from comedy to literally crying, uh, feel free uh, to join us at Lincoln Center on Monday, se- the 17th. Yes. Love that. So excited for you. Thank you. On my end, as I mentioned, the BB can stuff, we are going strong with our uh, mass singer coverage, which has been really fun. We're already in group three. The season is flying by. It's been really fun. Puya and I are covering all of that. And then Mike Bloom and I, of course, are doing everything for the Survivor BNB. We have a fabulous game this week that I have prepared. I couldn't decide what game I wanted to do. So I did all of them. It is three games in one, a grab bag, a fantastic display of essentially everything that happened in this episode, which I thought was absolutely fun on Survivor Season 44. And you can find me on social media at Liana R-H-A-P on Twitter. Okay, that does it. Again, no podcast next week, okay? So don't be in our mentions being like, where's the podcast? Okay, we told you, (laughs) no podcast next week, podcast the week after, all right? We're all going to be fine. It's all going to be fine, and we're all going to watch Wait, is there going to be a podcast next week? (laughs) Oh my God, Beth, thank you for bringing it up. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is like us in the shoes. <laughs> the shoes. Okay. You can leave your star ratings and reviews for us on iTunes. Rob has a website.com slash drag race. Thank you to the whole RHAP team for all of their help behind the scenes. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye.